Yo, everyone out there, welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me is Tyler. Tyler, what's up? Not much. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing yeah. great. I can see. I can see for miles and miles and miles. Mm -hmm. Got new glasses. Yep. Yeah. Looking fresh. Oh, yeah. Got, got the <laughs> Nikes here. Yeah. I'm not sure if you noticed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the check mark. All right. Ah, yeah. Little, what, what do they call it? Swoosh. This, yeah, the swoosh. The swoosh. I don't know why it's that, a check mark. We're all poisoned. Yeah. It's uh, kind of close to a check mark, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. But don't you tell that to Nike because uh, they'll, get, they'll think they own check marks now and then we'd all be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. We would. Um, we would. Yeah. You made it on time. I did. I did. I made it here on time. I was actually just wrapping up watching a soccer game and uh, had to clean up my breakfast mess. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm here. We're here to talk. Yeah. What's up? What's on well, your mind? You're about say, to say something. Yeah, I was going to say something. Speaking of soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Oh, um I've been watching that Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. All right. On Apple okay. TV Plus. I haven't because I don't have Apple TV. Yeah, well, I ended up getting I have yet to pay for Apple TV Plus and we have it through May of next year. We basically got a year and a half free because when I got my new phone, they gave like Apple just gives you a year for free and then that whole PlayStation 5 Actually, you can get it, actually. The whole PlayStation 5 um, promotion they did, you get another six months. Wow, okay, maybe that, I'll have to like, jump on that. Yeah, all you have to do is sign in with your Apple account, if you have one, on PlayStation on, through Apple TV. Why would I have an Apple account? Uh, yeah, I know I know you're not an Apple guy, but... I, I have... <laughs> that's all you need to do. It's pretty nice. I can confidently say that the only Apple product I've ever had was an an iPod Mini. Yeah, iPod. Yeah, and that was almost ten years ago. Yeah, man, so crazy to think the iPods. Those things were fucking awesome. I loved that thing back mm. in the day. But uh, but yeah, that's all you have to do is just sign in on Apple TV on PlayStation Five. You'll get six months free. I forget it's running for a while. I think. Um, so yeah, haven't really paid for it, but I've been watching that show. That show is excellent, and it's about a. a a football club in England, you know, and just a bunch of different characters like the coach, Ted Lasso. He is a, an American football yeah. coach that comes over to coach like, you know, soccer basically in England. And it's, it's really funny. And, but it, it, the storytelling is very, very well done, but there's certain things in that certain terms that they use, that me, not understanding that too much, I have absolutely no fucking clue what they're talking about. All right. The let's, biggest let's, thing. Let's see how many face palms we can get in here. <laughs> well, okay. The biggest thing is, uh, what is it? Wow. The fucking term just slipped my mind. Relegation. Okay. All so right. So what, what I, I don't understand. All right. Let all. me explain this. <laughs> Because American sports are owned by billionaires and they want to keep control, we don't have this over here. Yeah. But the basic thing is there are multiple tiers of leagues in the in the English mm -hmm. English soccer tier structure. Right. So relegation is when you finish, and it depends which level you're at. In the bottom spots, you're in the relegation zone, and you, and depending on 
which which division you're in between, there's either a playoff or you just automatically go down to the next league down. Okay. Gotcha. So it's it's not like I see. So that would almost be like if if there were multiple leagues of the NFL and yeah. the fucking New York Jets who suck balls every year get knocked down to the league yeah. below the NFL. Yep. Okay. I got you. And then you and sense. then there are teams that get promoted. Yeah. To fill those spots. Gotcha. That finished higher in that league below. Gotcha. That makes sense. I kinda in a way that's that seems kind of nice. It is, yeah. and that's something that like is sacred in like in sport everywhere except yeah. in America because <laughs> the billionaires will not risk their investments like right. that. Right. Because with relegation comes a loss of revenue because you just the TV rights for the lower leagues just aren't as much as yeah. as the Premier League. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, there's that. That was kind of the biggest thing because relegation becomes part of like the storyline in a way yeah and so uh yeah i was just kind of like i I really don't understand what they're talking about (laughs) but but in in a way like uh the whole playing of the game kind of be just becomes it's not focused on that Mm -hmm. it's more just about the characters and the team and their relationships and all that stuff so it doesn't get it it keeps it kind of surface level which i think you know allows it to appeal to you know other other people like me (laughs) yeah when you're done with ted lasso and if you want some real shit Mm -hmm. go check out the documentary sunderland till i die okay what's that it's about the football club from sunderland who uh just the bottom fell out from them and like they are in yeah it's just the the rise and fall <laughs> mm-hmm. of one of one of like the most historic teams in England. Okay. Gotcha. You have to check that out. Yeah. So so like a team like Man City, like have they ever fallen down to the bottom? Okay. So here's or the thing about Manchester City: they were not really a factor until like I want to say ten years ago when they got bought by some Saudi prince. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. And that they they just pump money into it because it's basically a nation state owns a team, mm-hmm. and they just pump money into it. Yeah, they do have old school fans who are conflicted about this, but for the most part, they don't have many fans. Even though they won the league last year, they can't fill their stadium mm. because people just don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be <laughs> that's gotta be a shitty feeling to like win. You know, and and not have anyone want to come and watch you. Yeah, so. because it's totally like it's totally artificial. It's like they pumped in money, and there's supposed to be a thing in in soccer called financial fair play. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they just bribe the judges on on the uh, court of arbitration for sport. That's a whole thing that that litigates this stuff. They just bribe them, and they get away with spending way more money than they actually bring in. Wow. Hmm wild yeah it's wild how how some of that stuff works that that goes for just any sport yeah like some of this stuff like i saw an article today of how like red bull has an option for still has an option for like alex albon in 2023 yeah it's so wild because he's racing for like a non-red bull team next year and i don't know it's just wild how all these contracts and stuff works yeah we uh before we get into the video games that fantasy football started. 
I don't want to talk about it. Bro, what happened? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, you got smacked, man. It's because pl- mm, it's yeah. because of Mike Evans <laughs> and Ezekiel Elliott. They not you up. motherfuckers. Yeah. You better score points this week. Tom yeah. Brady, throw the fucking ball to Mike Evans. Challenge, <laughs> please. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, early on, on Sunday, I looked at, like, I started with negative three points going into Sunday because of the Bucks defense. And I was like, fuck, like, you know, it, it, it was not looking good for me. And then all of a sudden it was looking good for me when Aaron Rodgers scored one point for Sam's team. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. And then, uh, then I ended up losing. Overall, yeah, by like eight points. But I, I, I felt a little bit better about things just because I'm like, I thought I was just going to get fucking wrecked, like the way everything started out. So, yeah, yeah, fancy football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing we're doing this year. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. <sighs> okay, let's let's talk about video games because I actually I actually want to talk about video games this yeah. week. Um. Do you have anything? I'm going to ask you a question. Have you been playing Deathloop? I played Deathloop, yes. How much Deathloop have you played? All right, have you finished The Longest Day? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've basically finished The Longest Day, and I think then I did the mission afterwards where you start to get um, Residium. Yes. So you can start upgrading stuff. That's exactly where I'm at. That's basically where I stopped. Yeah. After that. So... Yeah, let's 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 talk about it. What do you think about Deathloop? I think it is maybe the funniest game I've played in a while. <laughs> I think it is th- yeah. the best performed game I've played th- this week from 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 the main characters. Um, yeah, I think, and it is that arcane style of game, but just a little bit more focused. It gives you, uh, gi- it gives you. A better idea of what to do more than uh, more than prey did, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 does a good job of pointing you in the right direction to discover things. Um, and I'm I, I'm really digging it. Yeah, I'm digging in it as well, and I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, like I I think one of the first things to kind of just kind of blew me away a little bit is the voice acting. Like the voice acting. Um, with Colt and Juliana are so fucking good. Like, wow. It's just, it is some of the best perform- voice performances I've heard in a game in a long time. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's good. And I think the game starts off, I think, you know, there's a pretty good mystery to it. And it the whole opening mission, which is called The Longest Day, takes i mean it's basically like a two to three hour tutorial depending on how how long you take to do it um and i think it's a pretty damn good tutorial because not only is it teaching you how to play the game teaching you mechanics all that stuff but it's also you know intriguing from a story perspective so like they're doing both at the same time and it's uh it's really interesting and yeah I'm, i'm with you on the like right away kind of when the game you know somewhat kind of lets you go like you have an objective to get to but it's just kind of like here it is over here go get to it um i was like like 
yes. Like, I feel like I'm going to dig this because of that just arcane level design. That's just awesome. Like, I love being in the worlds that they create. And it gives me uh, kind of Bioshock feels at times. And with I'm your, uh, with your hack a jig. <laughs> yeah, hack a jig. I love that's what it was called. No, I, I like there was, I forget the exact line, but there was a line where like, Juliana like makes fun of him for calling it that or something and he's just like it's a hack of a jig and I'm like yeah <laughs> this is fucking great like I I really like Colt and I'm intrigued by the mystery and yeah I did the only thing is I kind of feel the game is so overwhelming in the beginning just because you know and it's kind of like stressful in a way too because they're like oh there's these visionaries you gotta take them out in a day but then it's kind of like trying to like kind of guide you into it but it's stressful because you're like i just feel like i need to fucking take these guys out and um but it's kind of like introducing you to them in a way and um i'm i'm intrigued because basically where i stopped i have like i forget all these like arsenal objectives to go afterwards and now um the uh visionaries which drop slabs which are kind of like your powers basically so i want to go get into that and then the whole residium thing allows you to like basically uh, keep weapons and powers and upgrade them and all that stuff for the loop. I think it's interesting how the loop works too. Um, and yeah, and just the general structure of the game. Yeah, too. yeah, because when you're in an area in a, on a map, there's four maps, it, but like time doesn't progress in that map. It only progresses when you leave, um, and then there's four time periods. Um, Morning, night, what? Uh, it's, it's morning, noon, afternoon, and and night. Yeah, yeah, correct. And so that, depending on when you go to these maps, that changes like what's going on in them. So it kind of keeps things fresh. And then certain visionaries only show up in those maps. Certain objectives only happen like at certain times, basically. So I I find that structure kind of interesting and you can really only change your loadout and stuff like in between maps yeah um in your residium you have to spend that day if you die you have to pick it up like dark soul style um and like go to where you died basically um yep. yeah it's it's cool and, and one thing i was worried about only because dishonor was a little it felt a, a little clunky when it came to like hand-to-hand combat in that game I was a little worried about how good the shooting might feel. Yeah. But it feels pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not bad. And and I've certainly gotten into situations like I've tried to do stealth, but then things just kinda fucking break down. So Yeah, uh I'm I generally like uh the structure of this game better than the than other arcane games. I, I, I think this is how I prefer to play these games. Like you go into these zones at certain times a day, like it goes in the, in the progression of morning, yeah, the whole day progression. But I like the idea of choosing a level at a time of day, having an objective to do when you get there, and then you get out. And it do, it doesn't really matter so much if you don't get it done at that loop. Like mm-hmm. you just go in, do your objective, and you work your way towards these things. Yeah. Um, and I I think the the biggest the biggest hurdle for a lot of people in Deathloop is going to be just learning that dying doesn't really matter all that much because right. you can just go back and and do the thing again like it's yes it's not like 
it, it's not a big deal. Like, it, even if you fail that mission or whatever, like, there's there's other things you can go after. Like, it's 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 just yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, I think you don't have to gun for it right away. You you can right. set things up. Yeah, and and that's kind of when I say like. I felt like it's kind of stressful in the beginning is because of that sort of thing too. Like I, I've said, I think I've said this before. Like I don't like playing games where I lose my progress when I die. Like that's why it's kind of hard for me to get into roguelikes. That's why like I Hades is such a special game to me because I don't really like that sort of style of game design, but that game was so fucking good that I want to keep playing it. So I'm with you. Like, uh, I feel this kind of stress of like, oh, I can't die, but I kind of got to just like go of that and be like, it's if I die, I die. It's fine. Like I can come back and do what I got to do and or I can go do something else. And I just need to kind of let go of it a little bit. Um, so that way I can really just go all in on this game because I'm very intrigued by it. and I love Arcane's design. So, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's it's a really cool game. The whole Juliana thing, like invading your game, oh, is interesting. God, so yeah. you can set it to be friends only, uh, open to basically every anybody, or um, you know just single player. And then she would invade you. Your game is like just an AI. And at first, uh, she got me only because I was not in a good spot on the map. And I did not have good health and there was like no like fizz pop, nothing around me. And I was like, motherfucker, like I'm just I'm literally kind of cornered and like just two two shots and she's just going to get me pretty easily. Mm. Um, so she got me and uh, then I, you know, respawned. I didn't like die, die. I still had another life left. I respawned and I could hear her still walking around. I leave this room that I was in and. Uh, you know, just kind of get up on a roof and I'm like, where the fuck is she? And then I start hearing like, she's like her dialogues going like she's like, she saw me and she was going to start opening fire on me. But here, like on my way to where I was going, I hacked a turret. Yep. And when you hack those things, they kind of stay hacked. And she was, must've just been strolling past this turret and that thing opened fire on her and just took her out. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is just really, really fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, more of what this game has to offer. It's, uh, yeah. it's a cool mystery. It's mm-hmm. a cool world. It, it is a well-designed uh, and put-together game. I, I think visually each of the zones looks really freaking cool, especially, yeah. like, different times of day. They look a little bit different in the, in the different lighting. Yeah. Just the whole concept of it all is pretty cool. Yeah. In some of the enemies, too, like, just some of the dumb shit you hear them say or do, like, the amount of dudes I've seen taking AP that I have murdered (laughs) has been really fun. And I was on, I was in a map at nighttime, and then I was on the roof, and I think during the day, there's, like, this just gigantic, like, P letter. But at nighttime, they must have brought other ones out, and it spelled poop. Like, and I was like... That's corny as fuck, but <laughs> I take a screenshot at that. So then I jumped down and murdered those guys, and that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a cool game. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Uh, anything else you got there? 
Uh, yeah, I have played more of a Plague Tale Innocence. I think I'm on chapter seven, I think I'm up to now. Um, the chapters aren't too long, but I think uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying this game. The game's kind of opening up a little bit more. Um, I mean, it's a linear game, but I have a lot more like tools to work with now. Um, so that that stuff is pretty fun to use a lot of it. Um, cause some of it's more just combat focused. Some of it's more just to help you navigate the environment, navigate through the rats. I don't like the rats. There's a lot of fucking rats in this game. Um, yeah. but really cool visual stuff going on like at times. And it's just, it's a really, really cool game. I'm digging the story. I'm digging the characters and yeah, just trucking along with that one. Um, and then I played more um, of Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this game. Like I said last week, like it's it's a fun game to play. I like just about everything about playing it, but I just cannot stand the story. And some of these cutscenes go on so fucking long, just rambling dialogue. And I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> it's just not grabbing me at all. But playing it was cool. Like um, the other night when I was playing it, I got into you know. It, there's a bunch of different kind of like dungeons you could say that you get into which feel a lot like the shrines from like breath of the wild they're just like smaller little challenges but uh i got into one last night that was a fucking big ass dungeon and it was it felt like an old school like zelda sort of design where you're just in there for like an hour hour and a half or whatever just trying to figure out all these different puzzles and then there was a cool boss fight at the end and Lots of lots of cool stuff going on there. Um, it's a little frustrating sometimes because the game tries to not guide you too much, but it does guide you more than, say, Breath of the Wild. Um, but, like, I have story objectives that I got to do, and now I have multiple fucking quests, basically, that I can't progress because every time I go into these zones, it's like missing a godly power, basically. I just don't have the powers I need. And I'm like, well, where the fuck do I get these powers? Like, it's just starting to get a little frustrating because I feel like my progress is being blocked. So I got to get that figured out. But I was, I went to a totally different area of the map now from the starting area. I'm defogging that map like you oh, do in an yeah. open world game. Um, so just, yeah, just going around collecting chest upgrading stuff getting loot all sorts of stuff it's it's a fun game to it's a fun like uh you know kind of a podcast game you just kind of zone out a little bit grind some stuff out and beats beat the hell out of some dudes and yeah that's that cool I cool think, cool i think that's all i played this week all right all right yeah i was um I was highly tempted to get back in F1, though. Oh, yeah. Because they added uh, Portimao mm. to the game. But I'm trying my – I'm going to try everything within me to hold off until November because they're doing, like, uh, monthly updates. So next month they're going to drop Imola, and then in November they're going to add uh, Jeddah. Yep. The Saudi Arabian track that they're going to for the first time. and So I kind of want to hold off until then just to experience all the – all the new stuff in the game. Cool. So, yeah, what have you played? Oh, I've caught up to the story so far in World Flipper. Uh, 
I'm waiting on them okay. to drop some new story missions. Uh, rolling some, I rolled some five star characters. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just leveling them up. They have like separate like daily quests that you can do to get upgrade materials and experience and all that stuff. So I've been mm -hmm. doing those to beef up my party for when the new stuff drops. Nice. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and that that's pretty much it. I have a few other games on 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 the table. I have uh, I, I bought Life is Strange True Colors. Okay. I I still need to play it. Yeah, same. Um, same. And I'm I'm really excited about Lost Judgment. I've been hearing things about Lost Judgment, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this this that that's the game for me. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I saw the reviews are not as high as I thought that they were going to be. Like some of the scores I'm seeing, but they're not like fucking awful scores or anything. But it does seem like a game that you would enjoy. So yeah. that's very soon. Or is it out? Is it out now? I think it's out this week. This uh, week let me yeah. let me check on that because if it's out now, I'm going home and playing <laughs> that this, this evening. I'm getting confused because uh, I think Diablo Two was out next week, that remaster, and then um, Kina, the Bridge of Spirits, is out next week. The games are happening, bro. It's uh, exciting. Yeah, September twenty fourth. So that okay. is. That's next, a Friday yeah, game. I have to wait until Friday. fucking Friday? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I I still need to do Demon Souls. Mm -hmm. I I'm I'm impatient. I keep getting get my ass kicked, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so now you're getting your ass kicked with. You know, I thought you were breezing past everything. I was, but then I started getting impatient because I know I need to beat that game sooner. I won't beat it because mm -hmm. that's just how Souls games are. If you take a break, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that's the games I've been playing. I'm man, I'm just super excited. They they did a uh, they did a Final Fantasy fourteen live letter about the new expansion last night, and I'm like. Yeah, this shit looks good. When's it? Not till November. Oh fuck me! I yeah. want. I want it now. I, I feel like you need to try to play everything you want to play before that, because once that comes out, you're oh, you're yeah. just going into a fucking black hole, bro. I am. <laughs> you're not playing anything the rest of the year. Yeah. So until maybe like February next yeah. year when everything is out. Mm -hmm. Uh Okay. Let's get into the news. There is some news here. Uh, a lot of it is is quick hitter kind of stuff. Um, man, yeah, I I didn't really know a lot of this happened. If I'm being honest, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, there's nothing this week that is like crazy huge in terms of uh, news stories. Um, yeah, just real oh, yeah. quick, uh, we learned last week that PlayStation bought Fire Sprite, right? Yep. And now they're telling us that they're making a AAA game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we bought the studio, and it's making a video game, because that's what video game studios do. <laughs> but I guess the thing is, they didn't tell us whether or not it's in VR, which was maybe the question about what this studio was bought for. Yeah. Yeah, no word on that. But a lot of this is coming through, like, uh, hiring 
stuff for for different positions and basically the in that they're saying that they're developing an ambitious unannounced triple a narrative game so yeah but in there no no word on playstation vr so curious if they um are going to try to kind of break out and do something different in 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 a way different for them but that fits into the the PlayStation first party ecosystem. Um, so I'm, I'm really curious what they're going to come up with. Um, almost in a way, like, uh, I think of like housemark, like housemark yeah. with Returnal really broke out and did something different for them, but it, it fits in with, with PlayStation, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So T this one's Did a quick, quickie. I just want to I just want to I just wanna point out that yeah. uh, the fact that THQ Nordic is hitting its 10th anniversary makes me feel old. I know that that is one thing that I like when I saw this article, I was like, oh, my God, because, yeah, I feel like it was kind of yesterday that they <laughs> revived that that brand. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, they, they just had a live stream. I mean, it was like a 30 minute thing. I didn't really watch it, but only a couple things. I mean, really, one thing of note to me. Um, mm, I see which one it is. That they are remaking Destroy All Humans too. Oh, I thought it was SpongeBob SquarePants, <laughs> the Cosmic Shake. No, I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are making a SpongeBob SquarePants game. Um, they're making an Elix two. I think Elix was a a game from a few years ago, kind of an RPG there. Um, and let's see, an MX versus ATV Legends is something they're making. I remember playing those games back in the day. Yeah, the I MX remember like when games. the wheels didn't necessarily look round and no. everything was jagged. Yeah, that's when I played those games. Yeah, back on like PS2, the PS1, those games were awesome. Um, they got a turn-based um, RPG called Expeditions Rome that's being made. Um, yeah, Jagged Alliance 3. It's another tactical RPG. I've never really, not really heard of that series, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is they're remaking Destroy All Humans Two, um, called Reprobed, and I'm um, looking looking forward to it. I, I really liked that game back in the day, and I it, this also reminds me I got to go back and play that that first remake that they did um, like last year or whatever. Um, so yeah, looking looking forward to that. Hmm. So yeah. All right. We've got some stuff about the PlayStation 5 console here. We heard rumblings about, hey, uh, they replaced some parts in the PS5, some materials they're using in the PlayStation 5. But it turns out that had nothing to do with performance. It was just about making cheaper parts, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm sure they would announce if they had a PS5 with better performance because they'd make a deal about that and they'd charge you more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think this is mostly down to the, they kind of changed some things that um, uh, affects how the system is cooled. And I think there was just worry that, hey, if I'm buying this new model, like, is this thing going to overheat at all? Um, and Digital Foundry, they're always doing good stuff over there, did test and just basically determined that there is no real difference between the two models. And 
Um, yeah, it, so don't don't worry about that if you're getting a PlayStation Five. Um, but otherwise, it doesn't sound like they changed too much, and I think it makes sense. I mean, this uh, happens a lot where a console will launch, and then you know they find more efficient ways to produce them and maybe even make them cheaper in this case maybe maybe i don't know i'm just kind of speculating maybe this helps make them quicker faster and get the materials easier i don't know but makes sense for a lot of these things we see this a lot Mm. so there's also rumors that of course i mean there's always rumors for these things and it's kind of a no-brainer thing but there will be like a ps5 pro coming in like 2023 or 24 that will have like even more horsepower in it and be like 600 bucks or something kind of rumors that are flying around i mean i can see that but please let's not do the half step again let's just not i'm all right with that and and when i heard that rumor too i'm i kind of got me thinking about these consoles what do they do what yeah. do they do to it? I know. Uh, like, I was kind of wondering that myself. Like, uh, of course, there's more horsepower you can get out of these machines. That's just technology. But what and, do the video games do that need that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there was rumors it might have, like, 8K output and stuff. And I'm like, no one even has an 8K TV. Like, I just bought a 4K <laughs> TV yeah. this year. I know. Like, people are finally moving on to 4K TVs. Like, my parents finally got a 4K TV this year. I mean... Like, come on, man. Um, but I was thinking about these consoles, and I'm just like, like, what, yeah, what is that next upgrade? Because they perform pretty fucking good now. They perform pretty close to a lot of PCs now. You know, the PS4, Xbox One really fell behind there. You know, loading times are great. Like, what more can you get out of them? It just made me wonder, like, how long this generation might last yeah yeah for real you know, like I, I mean i think we're in it for for a while because what what is that upgrade path i mean they haven't even sold as many as they're going to because you know th- this fucking shortage like you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't do that <laughs> when people don't even have the yeah. thing yet yeah like in in 2023 24 hopefully we're out of the woods in terms of you know the manufacturing of these things and the shortages of them then you're going to turn around and introduce a new model on top of that? I don't know. I could see it happening, but... No. Just wanted to throw that rumor out there. The thing that these PlayStation 5s need is more storage. Yes. And it turns out, if you're willing to do it yourself, the update that they had people guinea-pigging for SSD expansions is, is that that update's out now. Yep. Um... If you can afford one of these $1,000 M2 drives, <laughs> I saw, yes, a four terabyte M2 drive is $1,000. Wow. Whew. Holy smokes. But really, do you need four terabytes of storage? If you want to buy Call of Duty for consecutive years. Yeah, and keep them all on your system? I don't know. But that is a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I would like more storage in mine. But yes, four terabytes I, just seems like a lot. I would like to not think about my storage, but also, in a way, it doesn't matter as much for me now that I have good internet, mm-hmm. and the fact that like it seems like games install a lot faster on yeah. the PlayStation Five. They do, and in in some cases they're even smaller now. Um, 
I uh, in the and and now they're allowing you to move PS5 games onto any external hard drive. Of course, you can't play them from there, but like. I'm thinking I might do that with um, Black Ops Cold War. I might just throw it on my my external hard drive, and whenever I want to play it, bring it back. I mean, that transfer is not that long to do. Yeah. I've done it um, between the two. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get the M2 drives, and then there's just a bunch of other stuff. like you got to have a heat sink on it. Yes. Yep. It's got to got to have a, a heat sink it's got to have the right speeds all that fun stuff so they I'll still wait. haven't put out a list of acceptable hardware yet no no but they're yeah they've done some things like mark cerny apparently tweeted one out and it's like that's probably as close to an official like hey here try this one that, that you can get um but the, yeah so you can do that now to expand the storage a um, couple other things with this update, like you can track certain trophies if you want. They've changed the trophy list now, so it's not this just like ridiculous, long, uh, horizontally scrolling list. Um, and like if you wanted to um, see what you had to do to get a trophy, you had to literally click on every single one. There was no way to just be like right there and read all the text kind of annoying so they changed the list now to like a vertical uh scrolling list a little similar to the ps4s but i think even better um so that's a, that's a nice change and then you can customize your um your little uh what do they call it the little bar down at the bottom um ah. where you can kind of switch between yeah. a bunch of different stuff you can customize that down make parties a little bit easier to see just some nice updates there. PlayStation Now, you can stream at 1080p or 720. You can kind of go back and forth, I guess, if you needed to when using that service. So, yeah, good stuff. PS4 apparently got an update, too, but I'm actually not totally aware of what what came out of that. But, yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, let's, hmm, let's, let's talk about... Some 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 video games like God of War. Yes. Uh, God of War, not directed by Corey Barlog, but uh, who, who who's the other who, who's the guy now? Who's Eric. The guy? Eric. Eric Peterson. Eric. Oh, Eric is his. Per- <laughs> mm. I feel fucking stupid. No. Okay, so Corey has has talked about why they're he Correct. the director of 2018's God of War has come out and said is trying to explain why there's only. Two games, apparently, happening in the Norse mythology saga here. Um, I don't really... I I don't really care, honestly. (laughs) Like, there's plenty of... There's plenty of other gods out there. (laughs) Yeah. um, Basically, what he ends up... Corey's kind of talking about in this interview is like they're wrapping up the Norse saga, I guess with God of War Ragnarok. So I think we think of a lot of things as trilogies a lot of times. And the original God of War was a trilogy. Um, But in this case they are saying, Hey, it's going to be two games. And I think what it's coming down to for them is 
more just like the real world timeline for making these games. He's basically saying, then if you make a third one in that same time frame, we're talking of a span of 15 years of a single story, and I feel that's too stretched out. Because um, he's basically saying the first game took five years, this one's taken about five years, um, and then, you know, if they make a third one, that's another five years, like 15 years on a single story. I mean, I can totally understand how, you know, that that could get a little monotonous and how much more can you get out of it. And to me, I'm fine with it. Like if, if they can tell a, the story they want to tell and wrap it up here, go for it. I mean, to me, and they kind of say it too, Corey says in this article, like this story is more about Kratos and Atreus and their relationship, not really all the other stuff. Yeah. The Norse setting is kind of a backdrop. So that's kind of the main story. And I, I'm down like, do it you know yeah and they they could uh they could they could do for maybe go into a different pantheon i'm thinking let's get let's get crazy let's let's do some hindu god shit sure why not like why why is it why is it always these european pantheons (laughs) i I wonder yeah i I mean egypt's right there yeah egypt would be cool you, you got the hindus Go to Japan. Uh-huh. God of War, go to Japan before Assassin's Creed. Oh, man. That'd be so dope, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, they could totally keep going. And then I wonder, like, uh, I guess we might see once this game's out and we've played through it. But I'm curious, what is a could a God of War game be like without Kratos? Like, do you yeah. need Kratos? Like, could you have just a God of War set in... Egyptian mythology, but it's a totally different character, and maybe it connects back to Kratos somehow. I don't know, but like I'm curious how they could pull that off. And I guess this too is kind of why Corey, you know, we learned he's kind of working on other projects. And I guess his kind of explanation here also kind of makes sense on it. See why it seems like Santa Monica is trying to spin up some other things so they you know, aren't always making just God of War, because that's really all they've made. I mean, they had, uh, fuck, I forget what the codename was, but before God of War 2018, they made that, their their new IP got canned. Yeah. So, they've tried doing other stuff, but it always comes back to God of War. Um, and that's, that's fine, but I, I can understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, um... You know, of course, there's TV shows, and some of these TV shows go on way too long and just years and years and years. But I'm, sh- but we start to see like, um, like I think of The Walking Dead as a good example. Like, I don't watch that show anymore, but the main guy, Andrew Lincoln, you know, he just saw that this show was going on and on and on to where after like nine years, he's like, I'm out. You know, yeah. and that show really has kind of went downhill and. A lot of other people started leaving, and now they're ending. And I think with this last season or whatever, but we see that with acting too. It's you know, in in movies, like you know, some sometimes you just don't want to stay on the same thing for an eternity. Yeah, as as much as you like your original Marvel heroes cast, mm-hmm. I'm sure those people want to do something else. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure some of them do. I'm sure some of them like it i'm sure they all like the money yeah yeah but yeah that's why like 
Robert Downey Jr. and and Chris Evans are like, you know, I'm I'm done after, you know, um, Endgame. Yeah, yeah because at a certain point, like, else. you just you just become associated with the character, and like it's like that's not who I am. I play that character, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd like to do other things too. Yeah. Sometimes too, that couldn't even hurt that character if they mm-hmm. try to use that character and something else like we're actually we see that we saw it with uh avengers crystal dynamics is avengers like it's not like oh that's not robert downey jr what the fuck and it's just like that sort of uh feeling will probably happen for a while you know with with different interpretations of iron man yeah and you know captain america all these other characters yeah i don't know but uh, yeah, I mean, let them do what they them. want, man. Do what do what they want. I'm, if they I'm think totally God, the, the God of War needs to leave, leave the Viking zone, they they can they can leave the Viking zone. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. What else do we have here? I'm not sure if I want to talk about that. The next one on the list here kind of just depresses me. I want to find something else. <laughs> uh, oh man, this is kind of depressing too. But li- little big planet. Let's talk about little big planet. Uh, they shut down some servers, specifically the PlayStation 3 and Vita servers for Little Big Planet 1, 2, and 3. The community isn't happy about this. Uh, they did bring back up the PlayStation 4 version of Little Big Planet 3, but apparently that isn't the version that anyone wants. Uh, but you gotta imagine this was an inevitability. This is just, this is the nature of online video games that happened in the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 generation, it's eventually going... The, the, the clock is going to run out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we see this over and over again with online games, and it this is a bummer, especially that uh, it's not like Sony... It didn't seem like Sony wanted to shut these servers down at all. It's more... That they got shut down because they're, they were just being hacked like crazy. Yeah. And we saw Sony have an awful hack with the PlayStation 3 generation. I'm sure they're, they don't want to fuck around with any of that stuff. So it's, Please, they, let's <laughs> just cover our asses here. Exactly. If they, if they if it means shutting down the game servers, that's what they're going to do. But I think it, it does suck you know for anyone that's invested in this i do wonder how much like how many people are playing little big planet on ps3 in yeah. vita you know that that is the one thing but at least they were able to save all the all the levels there's like 10 over 10 million levels they're saying that can be played on little big planet 3 on ps4 um so at least they're not totally gone and if you've created your own levels you can play them single player campaigns can be played um yeah it's just basically the online stuff got shut down because of all this all the hacking going on Mm -hmm. kind of shame yeah um i i think if i heard right they don't they're not happy about this be the community because little big planet 3 is kind of a little bit buggy i think and that's part of the reason why they're not happy about that but kind of is what it is yeah all right this isn't the last time we will see servers get shut down for yeah an online game 
I mean, it happens yep. all the time now. Okay, Tyler. We all got excited last week when Insomniac. Well, I'm. I guess. I guess a lot of people are excited about Wolverine. I mean, I'm. I'm equal parts uh, excited and a little bit disappointed that Wolverine is the thing they're doing. But it seems like Wolverine is it's going for for some more mature stuff here. Mm-hmm. Is 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 Wolverine going to be an M-rated game? Can will Insomniac make an M-rated game uh, after? I guess Resistance was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say Sunset Overdrive was M-rated too. Was it? Huh. Gonna look that up quick, but Resistance definitely was rated M because Sunset Overdrive was kind of a little gory sometimes. I mean, in a cartoonish sort of way. Yeah. Did Did you find it? Oh, I'm looking. I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, Brian Horton, who directed the 2018 Spider-Man's directing this game, the Wolverine, and someone asked him, like, you know, what's the tone going to be and all that stuff, and he said uh, the game's going to be a full-size game with a mature tone. That's basically all he said, (laughs) keeping it very simple. Um, So it sounds like we're going to get a a nice, meaty Wolverine adventure, and I think you have to do Wolverine – as a mature game. Yes. Just because of who Wolverine is, it, it's like doing Deadpool, not like uh, not a, but like a rated R version of Deadpool. It yeah. just doesn't work. Um, because De- uh, Wolverine's a very violent character, and part of his character is kind of like how he deals with that. Um, Logan is the best Wolverine movie because they just kind of unchained themselves and went full rated R with a mature tone. It was fucking awesome. Um, and I think that's what they got to do here. And I, I mean, Sony's not opposed to obviously doing rated M games. I mean, the last of us is probably one of the most violent games you can fucking have. And (laughs) that's a big marquee franchise for them. God of war, same deal is a very violent game. Um, so Sony's not opposed to that. It's more Marvel and Disney. Um, and I think they're kind of opening up to that a little bit more. Um, they said they're going to make a Deadpool 3, and they said they're going to keep that as rated R, which everyone was kind of worried once Disney bought Fox on that. So I think they're kind of opening up to it a little bit. And I I think it, it seems like they have a lot of trust and a very good relationship with Insomniac that I think they know that they will probably do this right and just let them do their thing. Yeah. So yeah. So Sunset, yes, was an M for Mature game, yeah. although really didn't feel like it when I played it. It was like... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like it, but um, makes sense. But yeah, I wonder how, because Mature can mean a lot of things. Like... Yeah. Mature can be a bloody, gory mess, or it can yeah. be like, oh, ha, ha, these characters are obviously fucking in the room over. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I don't think, I can't even see Insomniac, even if they did a, a mature-rated Wolverine, I can't see it being like a blood gore fest. You know what I mean? But you gotta have some level of kind of violence with the Wolverine characters. just... What it is, and then like Logan, one thing I really liked about it is because it was rated R. Like, 
it was kind of cool for him to be like a real character and like dropping fucking F-bombs and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why not? I think what would be really fascinating is if, if Insomniac truly is building some sort of Marvel universe over here, what would happen if they somehow did a game with Wolverine and Spider-Man? If, if they ever do this, you know, and say Wolverine, this Wolverine game ends up being rated M. Spider-Man's obviously not rated T. What happens there? Mm. You know what I mean? I think it would be a case of, like, one character popping up in the other's game. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious. It would be kind of fascinating how that would work out. but Yeah. We shall see, because that game's not coming out soon. No. Definitely not. Uh, all right. Let's just get get it out of the way real quick. Wipeout is going down the sad rabbit hole of just being a mobile gotcha game. That's a manager management sort of game. Yeah. Oof. Oof. I don't want to talk about it any more than that. This is just a sad <laughs> end for Wipeout. Yeah. Wipeout Rush is what it's called. It's a mobile game. We, you know, we've heard Sony wanting to do more mobile games with their franchises and yeah this isn't really wipeout i mean wipeout's just a fast fun arcade racing game and you're gonna make it a fucking management sort of thing you like, could have made this a real fucking wipeout what? game like dude a real wipeout game on mobile would work yeah it would it would be cool i would fucking play that but this is depressing and, they, and they're saying, like, ah, oh, if, if you want the real Wipeout experience, you're going to get that on PlayStation. But it's like, Where? I, don't, I don't see them making a new Wipeout anytime soon, buddy. <laughs> like, this this kind of sucks. The last Wipeout thing they did was the collection. Yeah. And that was just remastering the old ones. Uh, it's a bummer. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Fuck this. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. Speaking of fuck this, Randy Pitchford had to open his mouth again. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He didn't do anything particularly awful here. They're, they're going to make another Brothers in Arms game. Yeah. Yeah, he apparently did this, I'm trying to think, April of this year. He was talking to Ted Price from Insomniac. And in it, he said they were talking about, I guess, announcing games in like that strategy. And he said, I didn't announce Borderlands 3 until, like, it was beta. And and it sucks because we're working on another Brothers in Arms game, but I'm not saying shit until we have it. <laughs> so he kind of basically threw it out there that, like, hey, they're making a new Brothers in Arms game. And no one really picked up on it until now. Um, but I'm down. Yeah. Did you ever play those games? No, I didn't. But, you know, I can... I can see, like, I can, I, I'd like to see what isn't Borderlands that comes out of Gearbox, <laughs> because uh, yeah. I'm just hoping that it's very different, yeah. just just the tone of it, because mm -hmm. I, I am a bit tired of uh, that brand of humor that, that Borderlands goes for. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little much in Borderlands 3, and this, you know, I obviously like that game a lot. And, and yeah, it's it was a little much at times, especially the the main villains were like awful, just awful, like just these awful like social media sort of people. No, 
So yeah, I'm with you on that. And I really liked the Brothers in Arms games back in the day. They, uh, for those that don't know, they were a World War II shooter, but it was more, a little bit more. Uh, it was. It's not like a Call of Duty game. Like, yeah, it, it is a first-person shooter, but you were like commanding your squad and trying to do a bunch of different stuff with them. But then it was also just a little bit harder than like a Call of Duty game. And I really loved them. Like Road to Hill 30 and Earned in Blood on PS2 were so good. Um, I remember playing Hell's Highway, which was the last one they did a long time ago, uh, on the 360, but like early 360, and it was. It was good. I don't remember it as much as the first two games, so I'm down for them to revisit this series. I think it's it's a cool series, and I always kind of wanted more of it. So, mm. see what they can come up with. Because they were going to, I guess I do remember this vaguely. They were going to make another one, and then it got canned. Yeah, the Fur- Furious Four in 2015. It got announced, but just did not uh did not pan out so Mm. all right also curious last bit on that is brothers in arms was published by ubisoft right so i don't know if like ubisoft owns the ip if um gearbox does is gearbox working with ubisoft on this because obviously gearbox is kind of its own thing with the embracer group now i'm sure those things will be asked and answered Yes. In time. <laughs> I'm sure. So. Um, they, mm. So, this year, we didn't know what Call of Duty was until, like, <laughs> until, what, late August. Yeah. But it seems like we already have an idea of what the next Call of Duty is before this Call of Duty has come out, which really inspires confidence in this year's Call of Duty. There's rumors about next year's Call of Duty being another Modern Warfare. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. (laughs) For real. Surprise, surprise. Surprising, you know, of course. It's developed by Infinity Ward. Um, But apparently what this is going to be is the campaign will feature U.S. Special Forces fighting Colombian drug cartels. So... Call of Duty going full in on the drug war. Great. Which, you know, yeah, okay. They haven't done too much of, but of course, Call of Duty has been in a lot of different uh, regions with where you're fighting. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Love to depict South American countries that we've uh, created economic sanctions for as being these. Uh, terrible places that mm-hmm. we had no I, no involvement in, apparently. Yeah. Right. All right. So we'll see. They're going to we'll do another Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where they get sued by, well, then it was Bolivia, and Bolivia. now it's going to be Colombia suing. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. Which, especially, like, this isn't a thing that happens. This isn't Modern War. The CIA would be doing these things. This wouldn't be U.S. Special Forces. <laughs> no. It seems like if it was U.S. Special Forces, that would be a, a bigger deal. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's know. a video game, but also, like, come on. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, sticking on the shooter train, 
Jeff Grubb almost got in a bit of trouble here. <laughs> Leaking the Battlefield 2042 delay. I did not see that piece. In, in his Discord. Mm. Apparently, he he said, like, he tweeted out it's delay season, and then in his Discord, he said, yeah, it's Battlefield. And then apparently some investors caught wind of that and dumped the EA stock before the announcement. <laughs> God. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, wow. Battlefield 2042 has been delayed until, oh, what is it, November 19th. Almost a month after their original scheduled release date. And the, I suppose that also means their betas are going to be delayed as well. Yeah, I would assume that too. Or rather, their pre-order bonuses. Yeah, demos. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not much to that. I mean, whatever. If you need more time, you need more time. But I guess the only interesting fact about this, or, yeah, just the interesting kind of how this will, might turn out for them because now they're launching after Call of Duty and right before Halo. So, you know, are they going to get hey, squeezed EA, out? EA knows know. how to schedule their <laughs> video game releases, Tyler. Yeah, you do not they definitely need to do. worry. Yeah, they definitely do. Although, if I had to guess, <laughs> right now, not knowing anything about either any of those three games coming out, I feel like Battlefield 2042 might be safe from Call of Duty this year because mm -hmm. Call of Duty being a World War II game, a generally World War II weapons being generally a slower-paced kind of thing, and then 2042 might just be more of what people want. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no doubt to me that Call of Duty is going to outsell Battlefield, but I think in terms of just the critical reception i can see battlefield doing better than call of duty this year i just feel like there's literally like no hype for call of duty at all this year i mean it just seems so like and i don't ah. think there's any we just mentioned brothers in arms is going to make another game i don't that's another thing i worry about for that game i don't think people give a shit about world war ii video games anymore because yeah, essentially it is it is now so far in the past mm-hmm and those weapons are so fucking old now that playing games that have modern weapons and stuff like that, just the pace that people play video games at now is a lot higher than back when those games were popular. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, and then too, like, World War II has just been done so much in, like, all entertainment. I mean, how many World War II movies are there and TV shows and... Obviously, there's been 70,000 fucking shooters in World War II. It's just been done a lot to where, you know, it's just sometimes it, it's just not exciting. I think the only thing going for battle or brother, Brothers in Arms game is that it is a different gameplay experience. It's more strategic. It's squad-based. It's not about just straight-up shooting. So I think it could work out, but I'm kind of with you. Like... It's just not exciting to go back to World War Two again with Call of Duty and uh, Battlefield. Just seems a lot more interesting. Like the the maps seem cooler. They're doing a lot of different stuff with um, with their multiplayer this year. You know, it just seems like they they took the extra time to you know do something a little bit more different, I guess, or, or revitalizing their franchise a little bit. 
We're closer we'll to see. 2042 than we are 1942. <sighs> yeah. A lot closer. I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> I don't like thinking about that at all. No way. As we said earlier, it is delay season, and we have another delay here. Dying Light 2. It's coming out in some empty space there in February. <laughs> uh, February yeah. 4th, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just... Yeah. I feel like we haven't known if Dying Light is ever going to come out. Now they, now, they, now they have a solid date on it. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I... I would not be surprised if it was delayed again. This is becoming Dead Island 2 territory. In a way, I mean, this game's been delayed so much. I mean, they were originally targeting, like, a 2021 release. And then it was, like, spring 2021. Um, And, yeah, it's been a while. Um, At least we've seen this game, unlike Dead Island 2. Yeah. So that's that's one thing. Yeah, we can confirm that there is something here. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, February is... Early 2022 is just fucking stacked. I mean, it's crazy how much stuff is trying to be shoved into those early months. And, yeah, it's going to be tough for... I think it can if it's a good game, but for Dying Light 2 to stand out. I mean, I think one of the reasons why the first game was so successful is because it launched in, like, January. And there was, like, nothing around it. Um, So a lot of people... You know, wanted wanted a new thing to play, and boom, jumped in on it. Um, and I thought the original date of December 7th, I think it was, was kind of a weird date. I mean, a lot of games try to not launch in December, and usually when they get launched in December, they get pushed anyways. Um, except Halo Infinite this year, only because that absolutely has to come out. Does not fucking matter. That game's going out. Mm. Um so I kind of felt like this was going to get delayed anyways. Okay. Yeah. But could it get delayed again? I think it's I think anything's fair in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. This game's getting delayed. Okay. Let's talk about leaks here real quick. Nvidia GeForce Now leaks. Uh Nvidia GeForce Now being a service on your PC in which you can play You can stream video games and play them. Uh, There was recently a leak of some database stuff implying the existence of some PC versions of video games. They're not all real. They're they're not. They're just not. Some of it is database filler. Uh, But some people are going crazy over this list anyway. Some of it to me seems like it could be real for sure. I don't think anything in this list is like completely crazy, but um, like Sony, for example, in this leaked list, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves edition, that's coming to PC. We know that Horizon Forbidden West, that'll probably come to PC. First one's on PC. Helldivers 2, which that's kind of a new thing to hear about because that first I don't th- game. I don't think that's real. I don't think that's a thing that's happening. I can happening. see it. I can see it. Um, and that game was on PC before, but then a couple of these other ones, like God of War, Returnal, Demon Souls, I can see all them being on PC. The one on the, on here under Sony that I just cannot see is Ratchet and Clank. I cannot see Ratchet going to PC. But that's just me. Hmm. Um, yeah, let's see. Some other things, like 
Halo 5 Guardians was listed. Microsoft already said that that's not happening. Um, a couple of these others are... But when you get into a couple of these, I'm like, I don't know if this, this is real. Chrono Cross Remastered. No. Final Fantasy Tactics Remastered. No. Uh, Final Fantasy IX Remake. No. They aren't doing that. That's not a thing that Kingdom ever Hearts going to exist. You know it. You know uh, no, it. You know that's real. I don't real. No, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. You don't want it, but you know it's real. <laughs> probably. Probably. But Final Fantasy Tactics is a game that people, in Chrono Cross too, have, is a game that people have wanted remakes or remasters of those games for so fucking long. I just don't see it, man. I mean, Square just does not seem to be wanting anything to do with those things. Um, Resident Evil 4 remake, Street Fighter 6, Dragon Dogs, Dragon's Dogma 2, we've heard about all these. Bioshock 2022, I don't... No! Of course a new Bioshock's being made, but they were just, like, hiring, like, writers and stuff, like, earlier this year. I mean, there's no way that game's coming out next year. I'd, I'd shit in my pants. Um, what the fuck is Fight for Middle Earth? Yeah. There is, there is no fucking... Is that supposed to be... Um, like a um, Warner Brothers um, Shadow Mordor sort of thing. No, it, it that doesn't make sense doesn't to call it that. I could see them making another one of those, but uh, Titanfall three. I don't see that happening anytime no. soon. Uh, Mirror's Edge remastered. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't want these things, but they're just not happening. Yeah, Crisis Four. It's been so long since the new Crisis game. No, I mean they're. Crytek's remastering all those games. Maybe they're testing the water, but we'll, I don't know about that. Bayonetta 3, that's a Nintendo Switch exclusive. There's no way that comes to PC. Judgment, we learned that's a big no, controversial it, thing. No, that cannot come <laughs> yeah. on PC. Like, literally, like, contractually, that can't come to PC. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the the one, Injustice 3, Gods Will Fall, I mean, that seems like a pretty specific name. Maybe that is real. Mario and Rabbids, I cannot see coming to PC at all. Like, So, do I think some of these are real? Yeah, but not all of them. There's no way. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Remastered. Um, no. They uh, Activision literally said that doesn't exist. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, as much as I like it, I'm not sure that Wreckfest is getting a sequel. Oh, man, I could see that happening. Don't say that. I want a sequel to that. <laughs> so bad. And I'm not sure when Paradox will ever have the time for XCOM 3. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely busy with other things. For sure. All right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, if... But here's, here's the other piece that I think is kind of interesting is NVIDIA... They put out this statement. NVIDIA is aware of unauthorized published games list with both released and or speculative titles used only for internal tracking and testing. Inclusion on this list neither is a confirmation or an announcement of any game. NVIDIA took immediate action to remove access to the list. No confidential game builds or personal information were exposed. I feel like their statement a little bit... It's a little... Kind of a weird statement. Kind of like... Like, hey... Yeah, some of these things are real, but, like, no actual, like, game builds got out there for any of these things that 
are on this list that we might have, we might not have them. I don't know. Like, I feel like their statement should have been a little bit stronger, I think, to yeah. shut it down. But as we've went through some of this, there's no way some of this is real. Yeah, I, sure. I, I imagine some of this stuff is just populating a database so you can test test your system to mm-hmm. see if stuff comes up. And I mean, there's multiple, there's a lot of reasons to have test data in a database. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't get too excited over that. Yeah. All right. Lastly, we usually start off with this, but we have the August NPD numbers uh, for the best-selling games. Uh, man. Okay. I'm, I'm scrolling down here. You, you, you linked in here Venture Beat, and every time you do that, I'm not saying it's it's wrong. I'm just saying it's sometimes confusing to scroll down and find which table I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I throw in Venture Beat because it seems like um, Jeffy Grubb does a pretty nice job of compiling a lot of different data compared to a site like IGN or something like that, but it is a little confusing sometimes. All right. But yeah, we do have the top 20 best-selling games of... Uh, of August, and I'll, I'll start us off here at number 20. People are disappointing me here already. Super Mario Party <laughs> at 20. <laughs> oh, my God. 19, Mario Golf Super Rush. Rush uh, 18, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 17, Super Mario 3D World. 16, Mortal Kombat 11. 15, Pokemon Sword and Shield. 14, Animal Crossing New Horizons. 13, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. 12, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And at number 11, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number 10, MLB The Show. 9, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 8, Minecraft. 7, Skyward Sword. Uh, 6, Mario Kart 8. 5, Spider-Man Miles Morales. 4, Humankind. 3, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number 2 is Ghost of Tsushima. Up from 110th last month (laughs) to number 2. And then number 1, no surprise, but is Madden. NFL 22. Oh, right. That game does... Speaking of sports games, did you see some of the stuff from uh, NBA 2K22's My Career Mode? I have not. No. Is it bad? Oh, yeah. I mean, that game's a full-on gambling situation. They do have Jake from State Farm. Oh, God. Oh, my God. They also have very bad rap segments where your character gets in a sound booth and does some rapping. Wow. And then there are just straight up bugs that are <laughs> kind of funny mm-hmm. that people have uh, have manipulated some sound stuff to fill in uh, places where people should be speaking. Wow. I'll bring some up for you after we're done recording here. <laughs> wow, yeah, I've not heard of that. I feel like that game gets weirder and weirder every year. Unfortunately, yeah, not a crazy list here. Pretty pretty standard stuff. Yeah. Same stuff we see all the time. Um, Overall, video game spending up 7% over last year. So just continuing to break records. $4.3 billion in just August alone. Um, the whole year right now is up 13% compared to the same period last year. So video games continuing to sell yeah, very much. Yeah, people uh, really like a game and... Uh... And yeah, more power to them. Yeah, actually, really quick. Top 10 best selling games of the year so far. 
or 10. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 9. Minecraft, 8. Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise, 7. Mario Kart 8, 6. Spider-Man Miles Morales, 5. Super Mario 3D World, 4. Madden, already jumping in there. Number 3, Resident Evil Village. It's not bad. I would not. People love Lady D. Yeah. I mean, I expected Resident Evil Village to be on this list, but not, not number three, so that's pretty good. Two, MLB The Show 21. So Game Pass does not seem to be affecting the sales of that game very much. I'm sure Game Pass overall, though, has definitely increased the amount of players that yes. this game has. But So that's interesting to see. And then number one, no surprises, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Soon to be supplanted by Call of Duty Vanguard, regardless of how yeah. good that game is. We'll see. Definitely. Uh, all right. Well, I think that is the show. Yes. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go do do our things. I forgot to mention, just in case news drops again, we are recording on a Saturday. So. If, someone releases some information if halo gets delayed again even though we wouldn't talk about it although i don't know man uh (laughs) we'll see if it is announced that twisted metal is coming out on christmas day forgot to throw that in there now that you're bringing up twisted metal because they um they casted anthony mackie in the twisted metal oh of course yeah you're gonna bring up uh television shows yeah on this podcast i know but makes me want like it seems like they're very serious about that show that it's going to happen you have to imagine there's got to be a game tied to that yeah i hope so i would hope so hmm. very much who get who plays axel man get the rock to play axel oh yeah yeah i was trying to think of like bald dudes in hollywood and there you go the rock that that's perfect (laughs) uh okay well that's gonna do it for us this week uh if y'all have questions or comments or concerns you can send them to us uh via email at playstation report podcast at gmail.com or at ps report podcast on twitter uh just a reminder just because we're called playstation report doesn't mean we're the people who process reports of accounts on PlayStation, so don't send those tweets to us. That is not us. We don't do that. We don't work for PlayStation. Did we get tweets like that? We just did recently. Oh, great. They're like, hey, this account has said they threatened to hack me, and I'm like, no, that's oh. not us. That's not what we do. Oh, God. That's not what we do. We're a podcast. <laughs> We're not, we don't work for PlayStation. Great. Um, but, yeah. That that happens sometimes. Uh, give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app of choice. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and. <laughs>